This is Lovey Dummies. I'm David. And I'm Perlan. Thanks for joining us. This episode is about leaving long-term relationships. On today's show, we have our friend Chris from Canada. He tells us the story of his long-term relationship that ended when he moved to Japan. Let's go talk to him. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, like where you're from? All right. Well, the today's show's on leaving relationships, and I guess I have a whirlwind tale of my own about leaving <laughs> relationships. Um, but originally, I'm from a small village in northern Canada, a coal mining town, um, about maybe at its peak, 18,000 people in its heyday. Um, but just like every small town kid, I went to a big city and then after that, I just wanted to keep getting bigger and bigger. So I went to university and, uh, that's where I met, uh, my first long-term relationship, uh, girlfriend. That's interesting. So why don't we start with that? Like, could you tell us about your first long-term relationship? Yeah, um, I had known her in and out of groups of friends in our first year of university in Kamloops. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Thompson Rivers University. Um, and we had talked a few times, parties or like on campus. My, my good friends lived uh, in the dormitories, and she lived right above like one of my best friends. So they knew each other, and their lab partners and such. But uh, second year, we just happened to meet up and start a relationship yeah hmm okay so how long was this relationship it lasted from my second year of college for about seven and a half years oh Uh, that's long term (laughs) yeah uh did you guys ever thought of getting married of course yeah okay so how did it go like the talk Uh, and things like that it was in and out but like there's things that we were we had always fought about you know relationship issues just to give another background, I guess, uh, when I was in university, I was a visual arts student to get mm. a graphic design degree. That was my aspirations, and she was a respiratory therapist. Mm. So she was going to school, and she graduated, and we both got jobs near each other in Vancouver, actually, mm. coincidentally, yeah. So I was doing uh, low-end design and working for a company that produced, like, thousands of business cards at one time, mm. yeah. And she was just down the street at a hospital as a respiratory therapist. So it's interesting. Yeah. So you guys ended up living together. Of course, yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. For about five and a half of the seven and a half years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there was a trip to Japan in there. Yeah, so right, well, I guess that's at the end of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> living, so we were living in Vancouver. We had this like really cool uh, kind of old school apartment on, uh, like, the upper, not the nice side of town, but a mm. decent side of town, walking distance to work. But then, like, uh, I had two friends who I had met, uh, one I had met in university, his name was Keith, and another one who was uh, 
someone I knew when I was growing up in this village in northern Canada, but he left when we were about 10 years old. So yeah, the three of us went to Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Me mm-hmm. and the newly outed gay person, Michael, mm-hmm. and this guy, Keith. So Michael and Keith, yeah. Okay. Myself. Before that happens, before that trip, yeah. uh, how was your relationship like with your... Right, of course. So... I think we both kind of knew at that point because met the talks of not proposing have ever really made any uh, legs or anything like that. And like she, I think she kind of known that like I needed something that was different because um, she was like so settled in her career, right? And like um, I was still like didn't really care about mine at all. Mm. So Chris, like uh, during the relationship, you had you hadn't even thought of like proposing or anything. It was in and out. I was in and out of it, but I couldn't pull the trigger. And it's not in like a. Uh, I mean, like I was prepared to do it. I was just kind of like waiting until I thought it was it was over. the right moment. The right moment, or mm. and there's intricate things about the relationship I needed out of it that you know because mm. we were young when we got together. Like I think super young, you know, like 21 and 20, I think. Oh, okay. So yeah. like that's a long time. Mm-hmm. To be you changing into a lot of yeah, in those, yeah, exactly. In your 20s. All of a sudden, like you were awesome, the best couple people knew in university. To two people who, one was thinking of changing a career, and the other one was like dead set in planting and like yeah, you know yeah. setting up a life. Wow, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh huh. And the things that I needed to do to get there, she had no interest in doing. I didn't, particularly didn't want me to do those things. Uh huh. How about fighting, like the drama? Was was it dramatic? Like in, in the beginning, there were some things that were like we we had to deal with over jealousy and strange issues, you know, estranged things that happen in long term relationships mm-hmm. or relationships between friends. Uh-huh. You know, what was the most difficult part of being in a long term relationship? Splitting up for like six months or six to eight months. We had split up because uh, right after university, uh, my brother was in at this place where they make signs and like near my hometown where most of my family had moved to a place called Fort St. John and they're like hey they have a job opportunity for you up here if you want it and I was like right out of college I was like for how long like a year if you want it so Mm. I was like oh go see my family my boys I have a job Mm, chill out get 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 the like bees out of uh, the big city for a while and then go chill out my hometown Mm -hmm. so I did that Mm. and the raging jealousy like on both sides over stupid things now that I look back at it, you know, at the time. That, so did you think it was normal or did you think that, oh my goodness, this is going to be the end? Like, did you, did you um, feel that way? No, I felt for me that it was always going to be like, how many more mistakes do I have until she, <laughs> until she finally leaves? Calls it quits, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In a way, I mean, without being, I don't want to sound like vicious about it or yeah, anything, yeah. but I mean, I felt like I don't really get as, as pissed as angry uh, at her as she does at me okay. over a lot of things. Like, and I actually, I, I'm an immaculate uh, male. I, I look after myself. I clean mm-hmm. and take care of the, the chores myself mm-hmm. without being hassled. I'm not that type of boyfriend at the time. And mm-hmm. I was young. I was like, you know, in my 20s. Mm-hmm. So other things that really got on my nerves I couldn't handle. And I was thinking long term, if I propose... These are things that I can I deal with that she can't change, mm. and it scared me. I was like, no way. So, like right now, can you still say that she added value to totally, your life? Totally, totally. Mm. That was the worst part of the rejecting phase or the breaking up phase was mm. the 
fear that she would reject the, that value or that su- like substance mm. that you place in each other. Mm. Like, I see. Like it would be a waste. Like that's how they get back at you or something like that. Revenge, yeah. So you were talking about the the trip to Japan. Right. Uh, what happened there? Uh, I just, uh, it felt like I was, um, not, it wasn't as Japan, it was not just Japan itself mm. as much as it was uh, being away from everything that I had been when, been going through in my relationship, but like the redundancy of almost being married for so long, mm. you know? And I never got to do anything like I always like I was always a uh, uh, like kind of like roaming type person ever since mm. I, I, I was little I wanted to get out leave always get bigger and bigger and bigger and, mm. uh, yeah I was getting complacent in Vancouver so uh, it was how the complexity of the country and the people and the network the social structures and all the cultures involved with all the different people I was seeing mm. and interacting with. Mm. Did you have like a big social group in Vancouver or? Yeah, pre- pretty decent size. I had different circles in, from different places, yeah, mm-hmm. to do different things. But when I got here, it was, uh, yeah, but Japan was magical, of course. That's mm. why I stayed or I came back, yeah. Right, right. How long were you in Japan like, uh, the first time? Four weeks. About a month. But, but a month, only the first two weeks or week, week and three quarters, Keith mm. could make it. And then he went back and it was me and Mike, the, the gay guy. I see. So going to Asento with someone who you knew was just <laughs> for the first time it was very interesting experience. But this sure could be was. this could be another topic. Uh, I think I'm just, I'm just saying like it's something you have. Yeah, you just yeah, kind of whatever. Deal so with. it was only four weeks, and you decided that the previous I, seven and a half years was uh, not what you wanted. Yeah, at least anymore. Yeah. I guess. I said I couldn't see myself uh, not doing this for an extended period of time. So what was the... You said it was magical in Japan. Like, yeah, what? just the whole experience I was having with the groups I was interacting with, the relationships I was making, the people I was bonding with. Uh, mm. Because, you know, being in a long-term relationship with someone who wants to settle down after a while, there's like, you know, an invisible cloak or claws that kind of, you know, pull you in or compress you or, you, you know what I mean? Slow, not slow you down or do something, you know, and you feel that weight. And when that's gone, it, you know. What happened in those seven years that you never really thought, well, you know, this is it, like you said, almost being married. Why not just seal it and be married, something like that? Um, because um, I found I got in these cycles where I was waking up in the morning not excited to be doing anything that I was doing. Mm. And I told her that was, I wasn't happy and let's try something different. And she's like, we have to do something that's close to where I work. You know, she ended up at that point, she was moving into the position of the pulmonary functions manager of this department of the hospital. The, kind of a permanent position? Yeah, pulmonary functions is like the uh, analyzing and like uh, looking for asthma and treating asthma mm-hmm. and all that mm. stuff. So, um, she, yeah, she was like, yeah, I'm set. And her family was like, you guys get married, man. Like, we're, you'll be set. Like, your inheritance mm. will be awesome. All my friends are like, she's beautiful. She's got an awesome job. She's set. Just do it. Like, and, but there was things that I just couldn't get over, yeah, in that time. But, yeah, it was like, uh, she, um, definitely, uh, felt estranged at the end as well, I mm. think, just as much as I did. 
I see. Could you describe like your thought process during that time when it's like, oh my goodness, I've been to Japan and I feel like, you know, I just want to settle there, so magical. How did, how did you process the entire idea? How accepting everyone was, regardless of differences here, um, was a really big thing for me. Like, um, and I felt, in general, like people are just a, 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 a little bit less fearless to try things or do things. And that was kind of essential. One of the things that she couldn't do was, like, she hated meeting, not me- meeting new people, but, like, not really um, wanting to go out and do these things. She always wanted to stay with her family, do family thing, like, I just couldn't be like... Was it difficult leaving the relationship, the long-term Oh, for, of course. Mm-hmm. You mean, you think all the drama you've been through, all the things that has happened, like, everything that, like, the changes you've been through, you know, the history, especially when both, like, in the beginning, her family, they were not as warmed up to her as my family was for Tassia. Like, they really were battling with her a lot about me because I was so different compared to what... Everyone else was, I guess, like all her other boyfriends or her group of friends and their mm. boyfriends. They're all like mechanics or air mechanics or uh, engineers or something. Mm. I'm just an artist. <laughs> 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 really funny, though, actually. Mm. I just want to know, were you in good terms with her before you you left for Japan? Like, was everything yes okay? Yes and no. Oh, really? Okay. Yes and no. It's like yes in what way or no I mean, in like, what way. I mean, like, we were cool with, like, how everything had, like, uh, settled. But, mm-hmm. like, I always felt that she was still not going to be 100% over something. More yes than no, I'd say then. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. What made you think that, hey, it's time to leave because so-and-so, like, I think the most surprising part from my experience would be one is like the longer I thought about leaving and it consumed me and kind of infested, sorry, infected me and uh, manifested in my actions and behavior. And, you know, I felt Mm -hmm. that long term turmoil between us hurt us overall of how we feel about each other once it was finished versus as I, another relationship in which I told someone how I felt immediately when it was feeling that way, that I couldn't do it and I didn't want to bring it, drag them on. How do they feel about it and can we fix it? And if not, we should part ways. It was actually better for us hmm. after the relationship was finished. D- like, m- not like, I guess, fessing up and doing it, but like, actually not, yeah, I don't know, dragging it out too long. Mm-hmm. Just, well, just being, being honest. Yeah, being honest, exactly, yeah. So uh, how did you take it? Like, because you were living together, you've been together for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, when you, who who brought it up? Did you bring it up to her? Like, hey. Yeah, mm. uh, we, we, she noticed when I came back, I was, I was changed in a way in which mm. I was kind of, it was finished. Yeah. Mm. So she'd be kind of new and then. I don't even remember now, like, uh, <laughs> exact how I the brought The conversation, it up. yeah, yeah. yeah. But just, time. like, how, how did it end? Because you were living together, right? I get, uh, everything went to her. Mm-hmm. I took, and I lived like that for a long time, mm-hmm. with nothing. Oh, yeah, oh. I gave her everything that we had, or most of our possessions. Uh-huh, 
to move into a new apartment. Mm. Took barely a carload, I guess. So, uh, younger women or older women? Oh, really? <laughs> you already know this answer, though. I, I brag about this, actually. <laughs> I, you, I think I this should. This is a good question. <laughs> Someone that I married, likely I'd want to be a few years younger. It's my, my age, maybe. Mm. But, like, people I'm attracted to are my age or older. And it's always been that way since I was uh, preteen, preteen. So, Chris, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. So that was Chris, and now it's time for our real comments. Right. So, Dave, what's your uh, takeaway from this interview? Well, the topic is leaving long-term relationships. Uh, and my takeaway is that it's difficult. It's never easy. Even if it's a bad relationship or if it's one that recently turned bad, uh, I think fear has some role to play in, in all of this. There's a lot of fear that goes around uh, when it comes to leaving a long-term relationship. And so I just wrote down a couple of a couple of fears that I thought about. <clears throat> one being the fear of being alone after having a partner for such a long time. Another one is fear of never finding another partner. I know that I've experienced that before. And the fear of the effects that it has on your social circle. So if you have a lot of mutual friends, that's going to, you know, your 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 breakup is going to send a ripple effect, I think, through a lot of your personal relationships. Um, and then there's also fears specific to, like, specific to someone who initiates a breakup, uh, the fear of... of damaging that person or, or uh, deeply hurting them is a big fear. And then if if you're on the receiving end of a breakup, I think the fear of being unworthy is uh, being unworthy of another partner that is is very difficult to deal with, I think. Right. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so I just want to share an experience when I went home last month. I was surprised to hear about, like, you know, my sister had broken up with her long-term boyfriend and my brother also had broken up with his long-term girlfriend. And as far as I know, they, those were both uh, serious relationships. And I think, yeah, one of the the saddest part was that was after they separated, we still felt the effect. Like, you know, we missed, like, my sister's boyfriend in a sense that he was almost like a part of her family. And, yeah, um, the social circle includes family, yeah, not just friends. Yeah, so, and there's a little bit awkwardness to it. Like, you know, I feel a little bit awkward just in the sense that should I keep my friendship with him or, you know, things like that. But uh, sad as it may be, I think uh, it all boils down to two important things. And that would be vision and mission for me. I mean, as individuals, I think it's important to have a vision in life and discover our mission to begin with. Uh, I'm saying this because I've known many couples who did not share the same vision and mission and they ended up separating, uh, going separate ways, no matter how 
much they cared about or loved each other. But uh, when they got into uh, a point wherein they had to um, decide about something, they just realized at that point that, oops, like, you know, we aren't going to this, uh, towards the same direction. So Yeah, and I think that was the case with Chris's relationship. It sounded like his girlfriend had pretty much decided what her direction was, and mm-hmm. he was still trying to figure things out on his end. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Don't take my advice because I'm not a professional counselor or anything, but I guess a lot of people now, they, they do not, especially young people or... Uh, young couples, they do not pay much attention when it comes to their vision in life or mission in life. What do you want to do uh, with your life or where do you want to go? I think those are two important questions to ask before you even get into a relationship so that you don't drag along another person. Maybe that's not, that's a very harsh way to put it. Well, I think to some but, degree, it makes sense that young people don't think about those things because they're not important at that age. You know, when you're in high school, you're not thinking about the direction that the rest of your life is going to take. You're mm-hmm. just thinking about, uh, oh, well, I need to get into college and what do I want to study? It's There's a sequence to it. And so, you know, in cases where you get into a relationship when you're in high school or when you're in college and you haven't figured those things out yet, like your mission and your vision... Those are those are relationships I think that end up in this in this difficult situation where eventually you figure out what you want to do and you find out that the person that you're with that's not where they want to go and so you have to have that discussion of is this uh, is this relationship going to end at this point. Mm. This is a Creative Commons podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Lovey Dummies. And if you have any similar experiences or some totally unrelated stories, you can share it with us. Our email is lovenotes at loveydummies.com. Or you can fill out the anonymous contact form on our home on the web, loveydummies.com. Music